0: this is radio taiwan international
1: welcome to the news on radio taiwan international i'm brendan wong coming to you from taipei taiwan we begin with a look at today's top stories Taiwan and Marshall Islands sign a bilateral diplomatic training agreement and a memorandum of understanding to fight climate change. Taiwan's national security officials confirm that a satellite launch is to blame for China's announcement of a no-fly zone. And Taiwan is working with Meta, Facebook's parent company, to prevent identity theft and investment fraud online. But first, today's top story. Taiwan and the Republic of the Marshall Islands on Thursday signed a bilateral agreement for the training in exchange of diplomatic personnel and a memorandum of understanding to fight climate change. During the signing ceremony, Taiwan's Foreign Minister Joseph Wu told Marshallese Foreign Minister Kit Lan Kabua that Taiwan is committed to working with the Marshall Islands on confronting climate and regional challenges. A Marshallese delegation led by Kabua arrived in Taiwan on Wednesday to discuss bilateral diplomatic exchanges and climate change. During Marshallese President David Kabua's visit to Taiwan last year, the two nations announced the establishment of a contingency fund for adapting to climate change. Taiwan's foreign ministry says it hopes to help increase Marshall Islands' resilience in the face of climate change as a reliable ally. Taiwan hopes the two countries can collaborate on renewable energy, basic infrastructure, disaster prevention, and diplomatic training. Minister Wu says that as Taiwan-Marshallese diplomatic ties enter their 25th year, Kabua's visit demonstrates the strength of that relationship. Wu thanked the Marshall Islands for being a vocal supporter of Taiwan. Meanwhile, Kabua thanked Taiwan for training eight of their local doctors and promoting innovative agricultural methods. As part of their visit, the Marshallese delegation will also visit different government agencies, including the Council of Indigenous Peoples, the Foundation for Women's Rights Promotion and Development, and the Marshallese Embassy, among others. The no-fly zone north of Taiwan announced by China on Tuesday has been revealed to be due to the launch of a new weather satellite. That was according to a report in CNA News Thursday, citing anonymous Taiwanese national security officials. China's Fujian Maritime Safety Administration released a statement on April 13 cautioning against falling rocket debris. The China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation had also announced in February that they planned to launch the new Fengyun-3G weather satellite in mid-April. The no-fly zone as originally announced would have lasted 3 days, which caused alarm about both national security and commercial flight paths in the region. China ultimately revised its timeframe down from 3 days to 27 minutes on April 16th after Taiwan protested. China concluded three days of military exercises around Taiwan just one day before the no-fly zone was announced. Taiwan's Transportation and Communications Ministry said it will be monitoring the area closely for the upcoming days. Taiwan is working with Meta. Facebook's parent company, to prevent scammers using false identities and committing investment fraud online. Interior Minister Ling Yucang met with Meta on Thursday to increase collaboration between the government and the technology conglomerate. Meta is an American technology company that owns Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and other products and services. Scammers often place phishing advertisements through the social media platforms to commit investment fraud. Lin says he met with Meta to understand how corporations can better verify and manage investment advertisements. The government is passing legislation to fight scams and to control fraud. He thanks Meta for their willingness to work with the government to detect fraud and effectively minimize the risks. Ling says he hopes the tech industry will work with the government to finalize the draft legislation, balancing the internet user experience with scam and fraud control. More than 60% of Taiwanese people approve of the recent meeting between Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen and the U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. That's according to a recent survey conducted by the Taiwanese Public Opinion Foundation, which shared the results on Friday. Only 22% of respondents expressed disapproval of the meeting. The survey was conducted from April 9th to 11th and included responses from 1,068 people over the age of 20. The survey refers to a meeting between President Tsai Ing-wen and U.S. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in California. The meeting was held during Tsai's transit through the U.S. as she returned from visiting Taiwan's Central American allies. In response, China launched several days of military drills around Taiwan. This was not the first time China sent out warnings after Taiwan's having contact with U.S. officials. After U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan in August of 2022, China also launched a series of live-fire military drills around Taiwan. The survey results showed that a majority of respondents approve of the Tsai-McCarthy meeting regardless of age, educational background, occupation, or geography. However, political party affiliation had a significant impact on responses, 55% of those identifying as supporters of the Kuomintang party disapproved of the meeting. Among all other party affiliations, a majority of respondents approved of the meeting. Chair of the pollster, Ing Lung said the survey shows that the vast majority of Taiwanese people are happy to see a strengthening of Taiwan-U.S. relations. He added that the results show that most Taiwanese are pro-U.S. He says this will not only shape Taiwan's 2024 presidential election, but will also be a key factor in shaping Taiwan's political development in the long term environmental group Greenpeace Taiwan has unveiled a carbon-neutral mobile charging station to be placed along this year's Dajia Mazu pilgrimage. The organization held a joint press conference with Xianse Temple to debut the tricycles with solar-powered batteries on Friday. Around this time of the year, hundreds of thousands of Taiwanese watch pilgrims pass by with a palanquin carrying statues of the sea goddess Mazu. The tricycles will follow the pilgrims as they travel, providing carbon-free electricity. Greenpeace campaign director Lina Zhang says she hopes they can gain exposure for the importance of renewable energy through their project. The tricycles will also contain information on how individuals can reduce their carbon emissions. Zhang says since the beginning of this pilgrimage tradition in 1988, the average temperature has increased by 2 to 3 degrees Celsius. Zhang says if actions are not taken to reduce carbon emissions, by 2050, the temperature and humidity may reach levels which could be deadly to pilgrims. Zhang adds she hopes the 2024 presidential candidates prioritize combating climate change. She urges policymakers to protect natural carbon sinks, expand renewable energy, and create environmentally sustainable infrastructure for Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen helped christen a new community care center in Taichung on Friday by attending its opening ceremony. In a speech, Tsai says the government will continue to provide care and expand resources for people with disabilities. The care center was opened by Lianxingren Social Welfare Charity Foundation, a local nonprofit organization in Tainan. The foundation focuses on providing services for people with mental and physical disabilities. Tsai says the government has always emphasized providing care for people with disabilities. Tsai says in addition to the recent 6,000 NT or 195 U.S. dollar stimulus payments to Taiwanese citizens and residents, she will also look into post-pandemic recovery budget to provide more resources. Tsai says she encourages people with disabilities to utilize these community resources, and she hopes to collectively build a more inclusive environment for all. Taiwan's outlying island, Mazu, is known for its glowing blue plankton, but it seems the plankton have appeared far away to Taiwan's south, just one of many reasons to visit there this season.
0: The glowing blue plankton, known as blue tears, are typically associated with the outlying island of Mazu, but recently they have appeared much closer to the Taiwanese mainland. The plankton glow blue when the water around them is disturbed, and from the moment the spectacle was spotted, it attracted fans. A Facebook post from Tainan's mayor about the Blue Tears got 18,000 likes in a single day. The plankton were first spotted at the rather unassuming Qingshan Fishing Harbor. However, the plankton are only really visible during nighttime. The Blue Tears aren't the only new attraction in southern Taiwan. The Alishan Forest Railway is also showing off its new tourist train cars. These new cars are made with local Taiwanese hinoki and cypress wood and cost a total of around 65 million NT dollars or around 2 million US dollars. The train has been given the name Formosensis after the scientific name for the Formosan in Cyprus. The new train is expected to be ready to ride as early as July, so southern Taiwan will certainly have something new to see for every season. Chris Gorin, RTI News.
1: Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm Brendan Wong and stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.